0: Thank you for coming. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> England, what
1: percentage when you're? What percentage of your business, or would you say, would be a good thing to have rental, like long-term hold versus splits? And when you're looking at a long-term hold, do you have a formula? I know you said you don't do formulas, but well, if I
0: can have this paid off in X number of years, does that make? So and has that changed in the last two years, like you know, if it was return on investment in seven years, are you having to stretch that to nine now? Right, so that, those questions have changed from the day we started till yesterday. Biggest reason is, number one, is where you start. You know, we, when we got married, we had nothing. You know, so we could take more risk. So when we looked at a property, I mean, first of all, we didn't know what we were doing. So we just bought anything and everything that we could get our hands we on. We
1: started with rentals, though. Um, that's That was where we had a single family home. We had a duplex. We just we started here and there acquiring very slow rentals. And then when we started finding flips, we so, kept acquiring both.
0: And that, and it also changed. So... We started in rentals. Then we, I figured out flipping, and I was like, "Okay, we're making money." And my whole mindset—our whole mindset—was always been cash flow. We wanted cash flow so we could leave our jobs. So, to me, the most common sense was have rentals, consistent income. Well, if I could flip and make twenty-five thousand dollars, I could put that down on a rental. That's more cash flow. Well, then 08 happened. So flipping just tanked. So then we went back to buying a bunch of rentals. Well then 2020 happened and flipping, I mean, and through after like 2013, we started flipping more and you know we would do more, but then 2020, we were like, why are we doing rentals? Let's flip because anything's selling. I mean, it, it didn't matter what it was. So that's the first thing is we kind of have done things just natural attrition of whatever the market kind of dictates. Um, we like flipping because it gives us cash, but now we, as we've gotten older, we've gotten stuff paid off. Now we're looking more at tax strategies of, you know, we don't necessarily want to sell as much as we used to sell. Um, because tax, I mean, it'll eat you alive. Um, you know, we can keep long-term, um, formulas, um, looking at
1: we look more at almost immediate. If we can, I'll get, we bought a duplex in the 1st of December, knowing it was from an older gentleman. He was moving to an assisted living, knowing we're going to have to go in, fix up both sides, get them rented. It's in the middle of Cleveland, good area. So rather than looking at long-term, knowing we're going to keep it long-term, our formula is, okay, if we buy this, we put... I think we ended up putting around $40,000 into fix-ups between all of it. We can rent it for this. Basically right now, what is it going to cash flow? Because the number one thing, what, and I guess I know my mind, us together, more me because I deal with all of the rents and the books and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't want to take on a property that's not going to cover itself. I don't want to have to pull from another property to cover that because we compartmentalize in our minds. All, so this, this property takes care of itself. So we know even with putting this money in, we can refinance it at the end because we had a private investor that we used money to purchase it. We refinance, the it pays for itself, it pays for all of its taxes and insurance, pays for um, what little bit of maintenance, which right now is long cutting. Um, and we make a little bit every month, not a lot, but a little bit. So we're good with that because it's, it's that was a long-term investment for us. Right now, we don't need to cash flow a grand on it. We're good because we've got some other properties and we still have flips. So to look at it long-term, Dan probably does that more than I do. For me, it's more of, okay, what's it gonna, is it gonna cover itself one thing? Are we gonna make anything every month? Um,
0: And I think to answer your question, Al, of, you know, when I first started, I, my goal was I wanted to get houses paid off in like five or 10 years. 20 years later, my buddies that are professional big gurus in real estate, they're like, man, you're crazy. You know, you take that out 30 years, 20 years and, you know, take the cash flow and just, you know, get as much cash flow as you possibly can and or pay down on the principal through that cash flow. I, I just wanted it gone. I didn't want debt. Like Tane said, now, you know, we don't have a lot of debt, but I would, we're more willing to not have as much cash flow. Um, So we're willing to buy maybe a little bit nicer properties that don't cash flow as much, but we're a little bit longer in the term. You know, if it's 15 or 20 years, I'm okay with that. Um, So... I mean, when we started, though, it was five years. Like, we I, did
1: a lot of five, five seven-year loans. Um, now, with the yes,
0: your cash flow goes crazy. But then the problem is, and this is that that equilibrium is, yeah, your cash flow goes up, but during that time, banks look at you like you're a redhead stepchild because your DTI is so out of whack, um, because you're putting so much, and you know those properties have to be at one point to 5% um, uh, debt service coverage ratio. Well, when you're doing a five-year note, that debt service coverage ratio is huge. Well, then when you keep on trying to advance and buy more, they're like, no, we're not willing to do that because you have too much debt. Well, really, you don't have a lot of debt. We're just being aggressive and paying off. Then it's a tax thing. I mean, this is one of my my uh, storage partner, my former storage partner and I, we, we dealt with so much because he was all about, I want to take out as much debt as I can. Because if, if you have a loan, and this is, you guys can look up, he's a friend of mine. Um, it's the BRRR, it's buy, uh, rehab. rent, rehab, rent, refinance, repeats. Um, what's his name? Nate Barger um, on Facebook, Nate Barger, BRRR website. Uh, Facebook group, I mean. Um, And essentially what they do is they'll buy something for $100, put $50 into it. It'll be worth $250. They go and refinance it at 70% through a long-term lender. They'll pull $25,000 in cash out, zero taxes. They let that tenant make that payment. Sure, they might not cash flow, but $100, $200, $300 a month but they just pulled 25 grand out that they can go buy that next house as a down payment. And they just keep on rolling that over and over. And then in 10 years, as you have principal pay down, you turn around and refinance it again, pull another 25 grand out, so there's zero tax. So it's all matter of opinion. Tane and I can handle paying a little bit of tax to have the cash flow side of things, because I don't want my properties to be at 70% in um, and, and debt. I just, I, I, I don't like it. it. It bothers me. I like having stuff paid off and being at a lower, you know, debt ratio than being up at you know 80 percent. Does that make sense? So we have a Facebook question. Uh, oh, <clears throat> uh i'm gonna call someone out in the room um my nephew what four years ago um he found a little or i found a little duplex and i offered it to him and he fixed it up and lived on one side right after he got married lived on one side lived there for nothing actually they paid your utilities internet Everything. So they call it house hacking is what what I guess the real estate term for it is. The cool part about it, why I say yes, and I, I think it's an awesome idea, is you go to FHA, you know, if you can afford to buy a house, you can do this up to four units. So you could get a four unit, you live in one unit, and then the other three units you rent out. Well, they're going to look at it, and a lot of people say, hey, you know, I can't afford a $400,000 quadruplex. Well, you don't have to. Once again, it's the property. They're going to look at that property and say, hey, it brings in this amount of rent. Yes, you can afford it because you have those rent incomes. And what are you doing is you're now buying an asset that's $400,000 rather than maybe that $150,000 house, and you're creating equity, which what does that create? It creates wealth. Um, and then you can go on and, um, you know, eventually, and what my nephew did is he found another house, he moved out of that duplex, they moved into a single family house now, rented out the other side, and now that duplex is now paying for his house that he lives in now. So yes, I think it's a great idea and it's easy, easy barrier to entry Um, because it's, you know, FHA, you can get in with 3% um, uh, down payment and, you know, FHA is always looking to get people into homes. So yeah, house hacking, I think is a very, very viable option. Yeah. And not the cost of living. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is as rent rates are, have dramatically gone up, to live in a completely remodeled two-bedroom apartment for 100 bucks, I mean, that's, that's a very, very good option. And once again, it's, it's easy to get in because you're living there. Um, you know, the negatives, you're living next to a tenant. Um, you know, some negatives are if you have a family. You know, that is a little bit harder of an option, um, you know, if you've got two or three kids. Um, but if you start young um, or you can find a nice duplex, that might be a three bedroom, two bath with a two car garage. You know, you can can go that route. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great, great option. It's actually something that I've talked to both of my sons about and obviously talked to my nephew about. So I do believe in it. I wish I'd have realized it rather than trying to. To,
1: well we kind of did but we changed it <laughs> we moved
0: 13 times in nine years in flips so we kind of did the same thing but i wish we could have had like a duplex that we could have done it that way so
1: but so would you say renting
0: is, 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 a, is a solid start overall i know you're talking about the multi-family living in one side and doing that but if you didn't do
1: that and you just started with a rental would you say that's a, a decent start
0: or oh yeah. i mean that's Literally where we started.
1: I, I think truly anybody that is interested or wants to should buy at least a couple of rental properties. The funny thing is I knew nothing about real estate when I met Dan and started Neither learning. We I. learned a lot I together. I property, but I didn't but know anything. as we got years into our marriage, I looked back and found out my grandparents owned like, they owned a duplex and like one other rental property I never even knew about. But that's all that they had for all those years. But what it did for them financially when they retired, I was like, oh my goodness, that's brilliant. Why didn't I know that they were doing this? It gives you some tax advantages. It gives you just another little bit of income. And if you buy it and hold on to it for 20 years and you most um, rental, if you go to a bank, it's going to be like a 20-year loan on an investment property, then it's paid off. And You just have it, you plan for retirement, you plan for, oh, now I'm gonna sell it. This asset that I bought for $200,000 20 years later is now worth 400,000 and I've paid it off. So, I mean, it just gives you options.
0: I always told the rookies when they came out of uh, academy in the fire hall, go buy yourself a duplex. Mm -hmm. I told them to house hack, but say you don't want to. Buy a duplex. Year later, two years later, buy another duplex. How old are you? 34, 10 years, you buy one every two years, you got five duplexes. Say they're $200,000 a piece. Like she said, the value is gonna go up. So in 15, 20 years, whatever term you do, you have five duplexes that are paid off. You think about in America, how would that change 90% of people? Most people's number one asset is their home. The American dream was pay off your house. And you've got something. But the problem is, is when you get to 65, you've got this house, but you have nothing. You have medical expenses. You know, you have kids going to college. What if you could take and buy a duplex today and in 10 years be able to go and get a loan rather than even selling it, get a loan, pull out $50,000 and say to your kids, here's a gift I'm giving to you of putting you through college and your tenants are paying that payment. Or if you're just at the point, hey, I want a vacation house in Florida, sell one of your properties, pay cash for a vacation house. These are things that I tried to just let people know. You don't have to have 130 rental properties like us. You don't have to have storage facilities, but do something to better your future. Give yourself, if you love your job, if you love what you do, I'm not saying quit your job, but... It gives you options. And that's one of the biggest problems that Americans, people all over the world, they don't have options. They're they're limited to that one financial income.